Hello, and welcome to the Procurement Game Changers podcast, brought to you by Consulting Quest. Ever wondered how the leaders get it done? What differentiates them from the rest of us? Let's tune in and learn from the best leaders in the procurement space. Let's do it. And now, over to your host, Helen Lafitte. Welcome to another exciting episode of Procurement Game Changers. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, an accomplished entrepreneur with a remarkable track record in the world of business and innovation. Please give a warm welcome to Tejo Cody. Tejo isn't just an entrepreneur. He's a problem solver in the complex landscape of procurement, having previously led a successful venture called Automatic, which was later acquired by Cyrus XM for an impressive $110 million. Tejo now helps Airbase, the only procure-to-pay solution combining, combining enterprise-grade power with a delightful user experience. With the launch of their innovative guided procurement feature, Airbase is revolutionizing the procurement process. They're not just tackling common inefficiencies, they're guiding companies to smarter spending and tighter control. In essence, Tejo and his team are setting new standards for compliance, efficiency, and delightful user experiences. Airbase goes beyond traditional point solutions for AP, expense management, and corporate calls. It offers a comprehensive suite of best-of-breed products that can be customized to meet your company's needs today and scale with you too. So welcome to the show, Tejo. Thank you for having me, Alain. So let's start with the basics, right? What led you to procurement? So yeah, I learned about this problem when I was building my previous company, right? And, and it was in a very different domain, but uh, in many ways I was forced to be involved in how uh, we procured things, how we spent money as a company, and it always was a pain point, right? And uh, I didn't have the time to do anything about it back then from 2011 to uh, 16 when I was uh, 17, when I was building my uh, prior company. But it went into my ideas notebook, uh, you know, of pain points that I face when I'm building uh, any given business, because lots of things are broken when you're building a business. And when I finally had the time, I sat down, I, I dug into it and uh, spoke with lots of kind of practitioners, CFOs and, and controllers, accounting managers, those kinds of uh, folks. And, uh, you know, we have come into the procurement domain over the years. Initially, uh, we were a lot more of an accounting tool focused on the back end of that procure to pay uh, kind of cycle, right? And increasingly, as we have gone up market, the procurement workflows, intake workflows, solving that problem became more and more important. That's when we engaged more and more with procurement professionals. And uh, we have ultimately now we have a pretty good solution you know, for the whole spectrum of uh, spend management. But uh, that's how I ended up working on that problem. So, interestingly, uh, so that you know, nobody has told me yet, oh, I studied in procurement because that was my dream job. Yes. <laughs> he said, everybody says, oh, this was by accident or, or, or yeah. any other kind of path to get that. And to be honest, I didn't start in my career in procurement either. So, yeah. yeah. That's, no, no, that's... I think because in business school, they teach you how to make money, not, not, not how to spend it efficiently. And uh, you realize yeah. after you start a business, when you're running a business that, wait a minute, I think I need to do a good job on how we spend the money. And uh, so that's how it happens. That's a, that's a good point. So, you know, 
it's the one thing that stands between a company's growth and unexpected setback is how they manage their spending, right? And so in the complex landscape of today's knowledge economy in particular, understanding and optimizing spend management isn't just a best practice. It's, it's a necessity and it shapes profitability. It dictates operational efficiency and also sets the tone for a company's future. So despite it's significant, many businesses struggle with it and they're missing out on insight that could drive them forward. And now with technology revolutionizing every facet of business operations, it's only logical that spend management too is a right for a digital transformation. So today we're joined with Sergio, your pioneer in digitalization spend management through your innovative SaaS solution. And your work not only addresses the common pain points companies face, but also open doors to a realm of possibilities. So now we'll get started about spend management. So let's get started with the basics and try to explain the concept of spend management and its certificates, in particular in today's knowledge economy. Yeah, look, uh, it in 2023 now when we're uh, you know having this conversation and recording this spend management has become a little bit of a murky term right and lots of different companies coming from different kind of backgrounds and, and uh, angles uh, claim that that uh, they too offer a spend management solution and honestly the market is, is a little bit confused and uh, but my definition and and what it has always been from the day i started working uh, you know on airbase sometime in in 2017 has been that the North Star goal for us has been to bring together all of the non-payroll spending that happens in a business because payroll is, is a big problem of its own. And, and uh, we focus on every other dollar, right? All the non-payroll dollars uh, that are spent globally, which is a complexity for that kind of mid-market early enterprise customers who we tend to focus on. So how do you bring all of the non-payroll dollars that are spent globally into a single platform which includes both the workflows and the payments and money movement. Like that, that concept again is important because if you start to define it that way, it's fairly easy to say, but much harder to do, right? Because it includes really robust intake workflows for the collaboration around how spend is happening, but then it also includes robust AP automation, expense management, corporate card spending, how all of that ultimately has to kind of flow into the ERP system, real-time reporting, all the platform elements, integrations, so that's been kind of a multi-year journey for us, you know, where we started with that simple problem statement. Because once you mm -hmm. do that, the level of control, the level of visibility, the employee experience that you can deliver around how they spend money, all of those, and, and the overall uh, operational efficiency of the business and the spend culture in the business kind of dramatically improves, right? And so that's kind of the journey we've been on. No, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we we are focused uh, ourselves on the consulting category, but the consulting span is a it's a very big pain, <laughs> also pain point, and I think that's that's pretty relevant. And what applies to one category applies to to all of them, but with the complexity of making sense of all of this and and consolidating and giving an overview of of what's happening. So, what are the common most common challenges or pain points, if you will, companies? face in handling their indirect spend? Yeah, so let's pick a you know, good-sized mid-market and, and or early enterprise company, say a few hundred employees or, or uh, you know, up to 1,000, 2,000 employees. Uh, they seem to have a common set of pain points as it relates to all you know, of the indirect spend that is happening. Uh, one tends to be right on the front end, right? How does the decision to spend money happen? That's 
if you think about it, in many ways, a collaboration problem, right? It's it's a, you have lots of different teams involved and people involved in that decision-making process. And the larger the company is, the more complexity, the more process, the more checks and balances. So you have almost always finance and accounting involved in that decision, FP&A, and at some point accounting, uh, you know, if you want to kind of create a PO and things like that, you have depending on what you're buying, IT and security involved in that decision-making process. At some point, legal gets involved in that process. Obviously, there's the employee who kind of is the owner of that spend, who is asking to spend that money, the budget owners, the department owners. Before you know it, it's like all of these stakeholders that have to essentially collaborate efficiently to spend that money. And that's really painful, right? And that's a key problem that you know Airbase solves on the procurement workflow side of things. How do you bring all of these kind of uh, elements of uh, a business that has to get involved in the decision to spend money onto a single platform? How do you make it a really good experience for the employee? Uh, how do you also allow through integrations with other systems of record? Because each of these teams live in their own systems, right? So IT and security teams may be living in uh, a JIRA or, or a GRC system of some kind. And legal teams mostly do their work in a CLM system and finance and accounting you know, tend to be in a system like Airbase then connected to uh, an ERP system. How do you bring it all together? How do you make sure the data is flowing back and forth? How do you ensure the employee is not expected to jump through four different systems to simply get an approval to go spend some money? How do you make that efficient? So it starts, the pain starts on that front end of how do you even decide to spend money? And, and after that, on the tail end, it's just all about the operational process, the control, the visibility, right? So as you're spending the money, you receive an invoice. How do you make sure you have a good process of, handling that, processing that, getting the right approvals? How do you make sure you know you, you have uh, adherence to uh, having POs in place before you actually uh, receive an invoice and it's not a surprise, right? And uh, Or on the other end of the spectrum, it might be on the corporate card spending side of things. Can you have pre-approval of card spend? How would you do that? Like, how can you drive virtual card adoption where you can have pre-approval spend? At the end of that approval, you create a merchant-specific card with all the right controls, and then you kind of use that to spend money. Can you dramatically drive up control and visibility over card spend? So there are all of these elements across the landscape of indirect spending and non-payroll you know, spending that you could significantly level up, which ultimately makes the experience better for all the personas involved in the spending of money, you know, finance and accounting and employees, especially budget holders. You know, It just levels up the experience element of it. It also significantly improves control visibility, uh, uh, you know, on the other hand, right? It's a very good point. So, so we have the pain points and we have the benefits that, you know, digital solutions can bring. I think this is typical of the growing pains of the company. I mean, I've learned that in business school. <laughs> that seems very relevant on, you know, you start your company, you're very small, you can make your decision with the people in the room. And so spending is easy because you decide, if sometimes you're alone deciding, but then the more you grow, the more people are involved, as you were saying, the more people can buy themselves. So you need to guide them. You need to give them access to uh, spending options or, or, or uh, that's corporate cards on one hand, but that's also workflows to allow them and, and, and uh, delegation, authority, and all of this is getting more and more complex. And I think that small companies are not armed to that because of the of the way they grow. It means that... It's a little bit like you realize that you have a problem. You're really like, you really hit the wall, right? And um, and I think that's, you know, solution that can help them do that. And that is adapted to their specificities of being 
small in drawing, that's what is making a difference as opposed to the established very, very big system that were developed with um, the very, very big corporation, the Fortune 500 in mind, and that may not adapt to those smaller, yet not that small, right, companies. And but, but specifically that are growing, so requires some agility and flexibility in the way things are handled so they can keep growing with that tool, right? 100%. And, and uh, that's partly, you know, been our thesis at Airbase as I've been building uh, the business, because I think segmentation is important. And, and you can't, at least in my opinion, try to be everything to everybody, right? And uh, uh, a kind of lesson that I took away was another kind of uh, category of software sold into the office of the CFO, and that's your ERP systems or general ledgers, right? And uh, that's fairly well established as a journey, at least in the in the US, uh, you know, most businesses start in a QuickBooks or a Zero or some small business solution like that. At some point, they outgrow that, you know, they go to something like a NetSuite or, or an Intact and, and uh, they, you know, very few businesses outgrow that at that point. But if they do, then you have the enterprise solutions, the Oracles, the SAPs. And, and so yeah. there is a nice progression that meets the needs of companies, you know, as they grow. But uh, my experience building my previous business and, and the insight that led me to work on Airbase is uh, when it comes to spend management and, and procure to pay and that kind of whole uh, ecosystem, that middle segment is fairly underserved, right? And you had these small business solutions, usually siloed individual tools, corporate card, uh, an AP automation tool, an expense management tool, you would kind of cobble together all of these as complexity grew. How would you deal with the collaboration problem? right? Slack would get involved. Email would get involved. Hey, here's a Google form that you can fill up if you want to spend money. And so it's sprawl, right? You would end up in the situation of having lots of different tools, five, six, seven tools involved in how to spend money. And, and uh, the only option you had was to either deal with that or jump to, you know, an enterprise tool like an Ariba or a Coupa. And, and uh, you know, like you said, the trade-offs are not appropriate right for a mid-sized company in the hundreds or a few thousand uh, employee size so a key part of our thesis has been that look that's a problem that needs to be addressed and i think that's what airbase does uniquely well where the knobs and the sets of trade-offs that you want to think about when it comes to uh, the cost and and the uh, the ui ux the consumer mm -hmm. grade experience that we can deliver employee happiness time to value implementation kind of ease uh, all of those trade-offs matter, right? And uh, yes, an enterprise system will always check every box when it comes to maybe the features, functionality, and and uh, things like that. But uh, how much does it cost? How much does it uh, take to implement? And how long? And will your employees be happy with it? What will adoption look like? Because you, without adoption, every other kind of downstream, uh, you know, advantage that you want to drive in the business kind of goes away, right? And so, bringing those right trade-offs and doing it well for that middle segment. Uh, it's kind of uh, the journey we've been on uh, for the last few years, right? That, you know, if you take a step back, you know, I was listening to um, the middle market is underserved for, uh, I think that indirect procurement is underserved as a whole. <laughs> um, I think that the solutions that are available are not adapted to the diversity and the specific of the different categories that are involved in indirect, and that's what's make it so hard. So I would say that it's kind of the, at the you're at the crossing of both, right? Mid market less serving and indirect less serving, and you you put the two together. Eh? Yes, and and you you're right. Our focus is definitely more on the indirect spend side of things, and we tend to go after. You know, we think of 
businesses where the majority of their non-payroll spend is indirect spend, who don't even have a lot of kind of direct spend yeah. as our ideal customer, right? And uh, and that market is fairly large and, and those customers are also very underserved. And so we continue to focus on those, uh, the direct spend uh, kind of use cases, uh, we're slowly getting better at it. And, and uh, you know, hopefully over the next uh, two, three years, we'll be able to broaden the set of customers uh, that we serve with this overall vision of bringing together like every non-payroll dollar the company spends, we'll be able to kind of serve the direct uh, side of things uh, too, right? Oh, that's interesting. So simplicity in processes can greatly impact decision-making. So how do modern solutions, set solution, address that complexity issue in spend management? Yes, yeah, so I was uh, uh, talking about how a simple approval process for, for uh, spending can span multiple teams, can span multiple tools, multiple workflows, which ultimately leads to a terrible experience for the employee who wants to spend money and for companies that want to move quickly, make things efficient, you know, make sure that once a request is placed, all the right people are looking at it. It is a streamlined process. Sometimes, you know, in tough competitive markets, that speed of decision-making, the efficiency of decision-making while not losing control, because sometimes that becomes the casualty, right? Hey, we need to move quickly, mm -hmm. just make it happen. And, and uh, we'll figure out the approvals later, right? The, the number of times I run into companies where the PO is created after they receive the invoice, just because they want to pass an audit at some point in the future, you know, it never ceases to, uh, you know, amaze me, right? It's just uh, going through the process of checking a box uh, for the purpose of passing an audit uh, in the future. But hey, how can you actually do it right by putting in place a good process, a good tool, a good system, which gives you a great experience to not just the employee, obviously that's uh, uh, important, but every other stakeholder in that experience, real-time visibility of spend it as it's happening uh, and, and do it efficiently in a timely manner. And uh, that's what I think some of these modern tools like Airbase can bring to the table, right? Uh, so that's a very good point. You 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 talked about you know um, the the real time access to data. It's obviously something that uh, that is more and more important for companies. How how do those SaaS platforms really ensure that comprehensive visibility on the spend management? So on the one hand, I was talking about the sprawl of tools, right? So you we've gone through that uh, for a while where it was like, hey, just go get a best of breed tool, right? So we'll get a best of breed tool for AP automation. Uh, we'll get a best of breed tool for intake workflows. We'll get a best of breed tool for expense management. And then a corporate card system is completely different. And so you end up with all of these different tools in the system uh, and systems. And what that results is you can't get a streamlined single pane of glass view into how you're spending money, right? And you know, that's part of the challenge because you have all of these payment methods, you have cards, you have ACH, you have checks, you have international wires, you have all of these different systems. And because of a lack of capabilities, one system is good at one thing, you go there to solve that problem and so on and so forth across multiple systems. The only place where all of that information comes together is at the end of the month when you close your books in your ERP system, right? Because it's all flowing from these different systems or you're manually inputting it. So visibility is definitely not real time, right? And so by the time you do a budget versus actuals and you go back to the budget holders and you give them visibility, okay, that's two, three weeks after the end of uh, the month, it's too late, right? Telling them you went over budget at that point, what are they going to do about it, right? And so, but if you bring all of these elements of how the workflows are happening and how the payments are happening across every single payment method, and you combine that experience into one platform, workflows and handling of money movement lives in the same place. Okay, now it's a real-time view, 
right? And so every budget holder, every kind of uh, person who has that responsibility in the business can come to one dashboard in real time and look at exactly what's being spent and, and what is their budget, how much have they actually spent. They can make better decisions in real time right now, right? And so you don't have to wait until all of that information comes from multiple systems into the ERP uh, system at the end of the month. And, and that's the key benefit that uh, at least Airbase is able to offer to our customers, right? No, absolutely. And um, actually, when we develop our tool that is called Consource, which is dedicated to consulting, mm -hmm. we, we adopted like a vertical in the procurement. So instead of going on, you know, each of the different steps of the process, just like we were saying, we're, we're going to have a contract management thing, we're going to have the RFP management thing. And so we decided to go from A to Z to give exactly what you were saying, an overseas view of what's happening, a control on your spend, a control on your expenses, and collaboration. So that's why it's it's music to my ears. Everything that we're trying to do, a different market, different, um, you know, targets, but still I think the same um, principles and the same vision on what a tool should bring to, to operationals. So um, we, we, we mentioned about, you know, collaborations across departments, and uh, we know that it's crucial for management, but it's also crucial for procurement. How can we, in those digital tools, encourage the the stakeholders to work together, um, and 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 in an efficient way? Yeah, look, it starts with I think putting a tool and a process in place, uh, and and uh, the collaboration streamlining is a side effect of the right process, right? So I would go upstream and ask the question, hey, what is our process today? If your process involves going into eight different tools and, and you know multiple different processes that every uh, team follows for their own approvals and things like that, as a procurement person, getting a single view of the entire uh, process end-to-end -end becomes really hard, right? And so I would start with asking the question, how do I bring all of this together into a single system, uh, into a single workflow? And how do I bring this into one place where I can look at the stage of every request? What is pending on, on the employee still? What is pending in legal? What is pending in IT? What is pending in you know finance and accounting? And you know if you can get that view in one place, that makes a procurement person's job who is orchestrating all of this and partnering with the people who want to spend that money and helping them you know think about the options available to them all of that becomes a lot easier right so i would first in the absence of any tool define the ideal process uh, and then tools like airbase and our guided procurement module they're very flexible right and so uh, part of the power is to define you know the, the process and the flows uh, that work for our businesses integrate and push and pull information from you know other systems that the business may be using all of that flexibility you know a tool like airbase uh, and our guided procurement module provides now what is important for a procurement person to do is to ask themselves hey what is the right process for our business uh, and uh, start from there right I think it's a very good point. So when when you're able to really encourage that collaboration and make sure that everyone is involved at the right moment in the process, not only do you uh, make teams work better together, but you're also streamlining the process. You're, you're making sure that you're not spending too much time on a given step because someone is not involved or you have to go back in the process because IT didn't give a decision. So you're really, really it's not only co but collaboration for the sake of collaboration. It's because yeah, and, and, uh, sorry, uh, you're also ensuring things are not falling through the cracks, right? And yes. and you will end up in this place where at some point 
hey, why didn't we do a security review on this really important thing, which ultimately led to a security breach? How did this vendor get in and how did you know information about our customers get into that vendor systems? And, and they had kind of a breach of some kind. And we have to deal with that problem. How did it slip through the security review process that we have for vendors, right? And so simple things like that. And, and that can have like really a big impact on, on uh, uh, businesses. But uh, yeah, that's that's how we... Uh, that's what we recommend to our uh, customers, and and uh, you know, luckily a lot of them are seeing the the benefits of that and and uh, are doing that. So, so just to kind of sum up a little bit, and uh, and trying to show how a solution like Airbase is indeed addressing all those challenges, and what type of client are are um, the best ones to to work with Airbase. For us today, uh, like I said, one, we tend to focus more on uh, uh, companies that have indirect spend, right? And so if you are a you know, manufacturing business, lots of inventory, lots of purchasing of uh, inventory, uh, that's kind of uh, not uh, the greatest fit for us. And, and uh, uh, we tend to go after what I think of as knowledge economy companies. And then a uh, simple definition of that is, hey, the majority of the employees of the business are sitting behind a desk, uh, you know, doing work and typically on a computer, you know, then the patterns of spend, what you spend money on, how you spend, how collaboration and decision-making processes happen, how those workflows happen. Uh, all those use cases, you know, uh, Airbase as a platform is really good uh, at supporting, right? And so that tends to be one dimension of the ideal customer. The other one is just the size of it, right? So we tend to focus today on, uh, um, you know, companies between 100 and, and say 5,000 uh, employees. That's kind of the sweet spot uh, for us. And even within that, you know, it's maybe 200 to a, you know, two and a half, 3,000 employees is an even better sweet spot. That's where most of our, you know, customers are today. And that has grown over time, right? And so the upper end of that has grown over time as the capabilities of our platform has grown. Um, you know, we think that 5,000 may become 10,000 over the course of the next uh, 12 to 18 months as we continue to aggressively invest in R&D and the product and the platform. Uh, but the, the, the big vision for us ultimately remains to provide the best solution for that middle segment. And so that's a balance that we have to also uh, kind of focus on and make sure that we don't try to become everything to everybody and then we're nothing to anybody, right? And uh, that's how we think. Yeah, I think... I think that's a very good point. I think a lot of platforms trying to answer all the needs and at the end, they're so generic that they're not, they're not saying anything. That, that they're answering, but they're answering in a very poorly fashion to everyone. Yeah. Look, that, that is uh, especially in venture-funded technology companies when you're trying to build them, that's the classic challenge is how do you focus as much as possible, but in a large enough market that can lead to venture type returns and uh, yeah, anyway. can make your investor happy yeah exactly some perspective uh let's like let's try to look a little bit at the future how do you foresee the future strategy of spend management especially with that digital shift what's next look i think we're still very early in this cycle that's what i keep trying to remind even our team is that yeah there is competition we, we kind of uh Keep an eye on what competition is doing. We obsess a lot more about our customers. Uh, but the the big opportunity for all of us is just still the lack of adoption of uh, uh, tools and, and digitization in the market as a whole, right? And if you compare 
the paper check payments. Maybe Europe is maybe better about that, but in, in the US, if you compare the volume of paper check payments today still and how much digitization is yet to happen on that front, it's really simple and basic things like that, that there is a lot of room for improvement and efficiency. And, and so mm -hmm. uh, the market is big, right? So we tend to focus on uh, those kinds of opportunities where it is still behind. And also, if you look at adoption and, and the maturity of the consolidation aspect of it, right? And how many companies still use individual silo tools, uh, that's been the norm. That's how it's happened over the last 20, 30 decades. And this, some of these ideas that I've been talking about, uh, yes, we have been evangelizing those. Hey, you should bring all of that into a single platform, a single pane of glass, you know, everything from intake workflows to actually creating that PO and then immediately going into the AP automation workflows, bringing together expense management, corporate card spending, AP automation, everything into a single platform, giving everybody a view in a single place. Those are relatively you know, new ideas, at least in the segment that we tend to focus on that historically hasn't happened. So even that is a journey and an adoption curve uh, because even when good solutions become available, companies don't adopt that overnight, right? And so there's kind of, uh, there's a kind of technology adoption curve that you have to go through. Absolutely. So a lot of that, that, that I think will continue to happen. But one thing I am convinced about is that, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, I don't think procurement leaders, you know, accounting leaders, finance leaders will look at the landscape of tools available to them and say, no, but I want to have six different tools in my business that's the right way to solve the problem i you know at least in our segment i feel fairly confident that as long as the consolidated uh, um, you know offering checks the boxes that every stakeholder cares about at a level of depth uh, because yeah there are different stakeholders right uh, you know your ap automation solution the ap team cares about it your controller cares about it your accounting manager cares about it Oh, but your expense management tool, employees really care about it and their experience and, and uh, you know, the intake workflows and, and, and procurement workflows, procurement leaders really care about it. So it's also hard to deliver at a level of depth to make all of these different stakeholders happy. But once you do that, uh, I'm fairly confident that it becomes a no-brainer for adoption uh, in the business. And, and uh, that's kind of, I think, the evolutionary path that uh, the segment as a whole is in. And... And uh, that's a journey that we are on to, right? Wonderful. So we, we're wrapping up the conversation. And um, you may not know, but we usually end our, our uh, podcast with the, the takeaways. So if there's only one key message that you'd want our audience to remember from about our discussion, what would that be? Um, you know, it is a theme of what we've been talking about throughout this call, which is, the belief of a lot of leaders over time has been that, hey, a best of breed tool, have lots of them, right? To solve individual point solutions. Uh, I think uh, you can have both. You can have consolidation. You can bring a lot of different elements into a single platform. And you can get that best of breed depth that you need in an individual uh, kind of area of uh, the overall problem. And uh, that's kind of what we've been trying to uh, prove, right? And yes, it kind of, uh, you know, has taken time to deliver on the breadth of, of the solution and the depth of the solution. And uh, we keep, you know, chipping away at that problem. And every day that passes, every week that passes, we're able to deliver on that not star promise of, you know, every non-payroll dollar globally, one platform, right? And so we are able to do that for a larger and larger segment of the market as we cover more and more use cases, uh, you know, and uh, it's a complex problem. It's an important problem. Uh, and, and 
you know, I think it is fair for the buyers, procurement leaders, uh, the office of the CFO in general uh, to demand more and to expect more. And that's what we're trying to deliver, right? Well, that's that's the word of the end, as we say in French, le mot de la fin. Thank you, Tejo. Thank you, Alain, for having me. As we conclude another episode of Procurement Game Changes, we saw journeys through the transformative landscape of spend management. A special thank to our guest, Tejo, for sharing invaluable insights on the challenges faced by companies, the power of digitalization, and the immense potential of modern SaaS solutions. Remember, at the heart of these innovations lies simplicity and efficiency, aiming to streamline operations and provide real-time data for informed decision-making. So if this discussion resonated with you, please show your support, subscribe, give a thumbs up, and share with your network. Together, we're not only learning, by, but actively shaping a dynamic and inclusive future for procurement. So thank you for joining us on this enlightening episode. Stay safe, stay informed, and until we meet again, au revoir. And that's a wrap for this episode of our Procurement Game Changers series. But we'll soon be back with yet another exciting session with one of the movers and shakers from the procurement space. Meanwhile, remember to visit our website at consultingquest.com for more consulting updates and procurement know-how and join us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. Until then, goodbye from the entire Consulting Quest family. Have a great day.